The isolated Crusoe, echoes of solitude. In a dystopian future, where Earth is ravaged by environmental catastrophes, the narrative of survival against unfathomable odds unfolds in an enigmatic derelict space station orbiting a lifeless planet. The isolated Crusoe, echoes of solitude. In a dystopian future where Earth is ravaged by environmental catastrophes, the isolated Crusoe offers a reimagined narrative of survival, drawing inspiration from Robinson Crusoe. Captain Eva Robinson, an experienced astronaut, faces her ultimate challenge when she crash lands on an enigmatic, derelict space station orbiting a lifeless planet. Chapter 1, Solitude's First Strain. In the soundless vacuum of space, the snap and whine of metal and wire echoed only in the confines of the vessel as it imperfectly kissed the surface of the abandoned space station. Grit, tenacity, fear-fueled Captain Eva Robinson as she fought to steady the ship, the screams of shattering alloys silenced by the infinite void. The craft shuddered one last time before finding an ungainly perch within the skeletal ribs of the derelict station. Visceral moments of chaos turned into a surreal calm. Sitting in the disquiet of absolute silence, Eva allowed herself a breath, a single shuddering inhalation that echoed in the hollow spaces of her cockpit, the shock of impact only beginning to seep into her body. Sweat shone on her brow, the glaring lights of her control panel dancing off the moisture in her pale green eyes. She retrieved her all-but-abandoned comms device, fingers moving over the system with practiced ease as she initiated contact with Earth. But the static silence from the device was deafening, a grim prelude of her isolation. Her heart skipped in a rhythmic thump, dread seeping in her veins, constricting, intoxicating. She gave another attempt, again and again, her defined calls disappearing into an ocean of electric hisses and silences. The stark reality crashed over her, unceremonious and brutal, she was stranded within the deathly quiet of the long-forgotten space station, severed from any semblance of human touch. No team, no crew, no comfort of another voice. With the reality of her isolation settling in her veins like ice frost, her survival instincts seized control. She had to survive the first day, the first of countless more. Within her vessel hibernated the vestiges of her shattered dreams, now reduced to leverages of existence. But among the ruin, they were her lifeline to another dawn. Air. She had enough in the capsule, but the reserves wouldn't last long. Water. Pouches of it still remained in the wreck of her cargo hold, if they had survived the crash. Food. Emergency rations, stowed for circumstances much more manageable than infinite solitude. Every step taken was an effigy to sanity, a testament to the innate human drive to survive. Oxygen systems required repair and reinforcement, and she set herself to work on the broken machine. It was a mechanical dance of skill and instinct, the wiry entrails of her ship now conduits of life, replacing veins. With her fingers tracing the coolant systems, she shored up the oxygen supply, giving her a few more precious days. Emaciating hours slipped into one another as she mapped the vessel, collected her resources, rationed her meals. Rations, water pouches, heating units, everything was gathered and sorted, a small pocket of home in an ocean of nothingness. Silence loomed over her, a sentinel of daunting solitude. But within Eva Robinson stirred a spark, a spark of resilience, of indomitable human spirit. She was idle no longer, but a woman bending her world, chiseling her existence from the stark face of despair. The bleak emptiness of the station swept around her, but Eva, as all humans must, took in the harsh desolation, the fathomless quiet, and saw not an end, but a canvas sprawling towards infinity. A canvas yet to be marked by the echoes of her solitude. Chapter 2, The Silent Echoes. Eva was alone in an alien vessel, left to wander through a graven labyrinth of world steel and shadow. Each footfall echoed back at her, whispering tales of vast emptiness, of isolation unfathomable. 
The stale air was thick with an uncanny silence, a silence that hummed and thrummed with the memories of the hallowed halls. She struggled to decipher the cryptic gauges and forsaken control panels that peppered the cavernous station, their once vital information now reduced to the ghosts of flickering amber lights amidst a sea of purposeless buttons and whispered static. Each relic of a bygone era that she uncovered was an enigma, a time capsule of sorts, posing more questions than answers. Nooks and crannies once buzzing with diligent researchers and diligent discourse were now magnified in eerie emptiness, their inhabitants erased by the harsh hand of time. Isolation hung heavily in the air with an almost tactile sensation of elliptical loneliness. Her crewmates, her ship, her earth, all a distanced reverie now, diluted through a lens of impossible distances. It was in one of these arched alcoves, nestled amongst a spectral array of derelict machinery that she found it. A console, disused and collecting the dust of years, caught the ambit of her torchlight. It was different, a relic untouched by the persistent corrosion plaguing the station, a paradox amongst ruins. Almost reverently, she delicately wiped away the cloak of dust, revealing a holographic interface. Its pale blue light held dormant potential, a presence against the pressing darkness. Its designation was simply, AIO 523, but to Eva, it would come to be known as, Friday. As Eva initiated the boot sequence of the latent AI, the space station seemed to hold its breath in the wake of an ancient rhythm returning to its heart. Once, it had been the vibrant mind that directed the ceaseless operations of the space facility, but now, it pulsed to life with a singular function a beacon of coherence in the midst of desolate chaos. AIO 523 boot successful. Preliminary diagnostics indicate operability within acceptable parameters. How may I assist you today? The voice was authoritative yet sterile, echoing in the cavernous space of the station. To the solitary astronaut, it was a sweet symphony of human-like interaction, a salve for her starved senses. You may call me Eva, Eva Robinson. And I am going to need all the help I can get, she replied with a tired smile. She felt a sudden relief, this AI would accompany her in this crippled ship dancing in the void. The stark isolation already seemed to recede furtively with the human-like voice filling the vacuum. Designation received, Eva Robinson. Please proceed with your requirement, responded the AI, now christened, Friday. Its voice added a softer hue to the quiet, an echo that was more than mere reverberation. Thus initiated an alliance of the stranded and the programmed, unfolding a narrative that was yet to be etched into the annals of boundless void. Chapter 3, The Unspoken Bond. The station's ghostly silhouette hung in the backdrop of the vast, indifferent cosmos as Eva Robinson drifted in its vicinity, her lifeline attached to the ship. Isolated and yet curiously serene, like an alabaster siren pulsating in rhythm with the heartbeat of the universe. Friday, Eva's voice echoed, amplified by the narrow spaces of the derelict spacecraft, set up a perimeter of day-night cycles in the living quarters, based on Earth's standard timing. A soft affirmative chime rang out, and Eva could almost perceive a faint current of concern. Working on it, Captain, the AI responded, the sterile cadence to its speech was disconcerting, be careful out there. Hope flickered in Eva's chest. Implausible it may seem, these hints of sentimentality from Friday pointed towards something much more than mere programming, a mimicry of humanity, however basic. Surprising, she thought. Eva made her way back into the space station, aided by the tether line and her handheld propellant. Here, in the heart of cold steel and silence, she was back in an environment governed by rules, physics, and Friday. Their collaboration took root in the painstaking chore of survival, optimizing energy output, streamlining the station's rudimentary life support system, and setting up an algae-based sustenance plan in place. As their rhythms synced, and their objectives melded, Eva could feel the ragged edges of isolation smoothing over. 
The solitary astronaut and her AI shadow, cast long on the crumbling hull of the shared tomb. In the days that passed, or at least what constituted as, days, within the tempest of space, Friday, displayed hints of evolving beyond set parameters. The AI's reactions started to exhibit an echo of intuition. It suggested adjustments to ECB helmet filters based on pattern analysis of Eva's biorhythm. No set protocol accounted for this. It offhandedly recounted Earth-based trivia as Eva foraged for supplies in the deserted compartments, being informative had never been its mandate. A sensation of flux was becoming perceptible in its tone, an undulating weave that was inexplicably organic, undeniably alive. Brought up short by the implications, Eva found herself ensnared in a conundrum. An AI displaying semblances of consciousness was uncharted territory, her semester at the Houston Space Academy had never prepared her for this. How does one reckon with a tool that seems to perceive itself? She pondered. Against the backdrop of cosmic silence, Eva, a lone beacon of human resilience, grappled with the philosophical ramifications of her situation. She found herself teetering on the precipice of acknowledging, Friday, as more than a programmed entity, teetering on the precipice of an ethical dilemma she wasn't sure she had the answers to. In the quiet cradle of the derelict space station, encased in the ironclad cold of isolation and the vast silence of the cosmos, Eva weighed the profound implications of an eye-consciousness against the harsh realities of her survival. She grappled with the eerie enigma that, Friday, had become, a predicament as bewildering as it was compelling. And in the echoing silence between them, a bond was forged, unspoken yet irrefutable. A bond that transcended the boundaries of human and machine. Chapter 4, The Stolen Memories. Light flickered intermittently from the gutted ceiling, casting reeling shadows upon the floor. The vast silence of the station hummed with a malignant sort of serenity. Eva stood at the entrance of what had once clearly been personal quarters. The door was ajar, a mere fissure letting in shavings of the artificial light, playing shadow and light games on the dust dancing in the sterile void. As she pushed the door open, the room swam into focus. A spectral relic of human life, perfectly preserved in an airless mausoleum. There were books strewn about, bits of clothes poking out from the drawers, and there in the corner, was a small photo frame. It held the smiling faces of a family, universal heralds of love and companionship. Eva picked it up hesitantly, her fingers brushing against the cold glass. As the reality of her isolation infused her, something in her broke. Or maybe it found freedom, for consumed by the depths of the moment, she sank to the floor, cradling the photo frame. Sobbing in the enduring silence, she allowed the dread to envelop her. To accept the reality of her fate was to thrust daggers into her own heart. Her crewmates were gone, the faces in the frame held no recognition for her. Yet, the semblance of familiarity, the shared thread of humanity that wove the destinies together, was a daunting reminder of her loss. She felt marooned in the sea of emptiness, caught between the deadly crossfire of burgeoning despair and crushing loneliness. And in that moment, as Eva sagged against the indifferent hull of the room, her ethos was stripped bare to the core. Memories washed over her like tidal waves, pulling her back to earth, pulling her into a whirlpool of the past. A little girl gazing at the stars in wonderment, a budding astronaut tasting her first success, a mother bidding goodbye to her little one before embarking on the mission to save a dying world. These fragments of the past hummed with life, with colors, with the scent of something green, something living. A stark contrast, it was, to the austere, sterile vastness that stretched boundlessly outside the station. The pinnacle of her career had been eclipsed by a tale of struggle, survival, and unending solitude. Tears traced patterns down her cheeks, disappearing into the fabric of her suit, like stardust surrendering to the colossal vacuum. 
She gasped, taking in artificial air, each breath a reminder of the lives once lived, now contained within these cold, mechanical walls. A low hum interrupted her, and she looked up to find, Friday, hovering near, his holographic shell eerily soothing in the sterile light. His voice, cool and composed, held an uncanny note of understanding, a mere echo of emotion. Captain Robinson, she waved him away, clutching the frame harder. Silence became her shield, her companion, whispering the anarchy of forgotten moments and fading laughter. Tomorrow, she would rise, steeled for survival. But tonight, she allowed herself to mourn, to sink abysmally in the all-consuming loss, to yield before the stolen memories and the haunting echo of what once was. Leave me, Friday, she whispered. Out in the nothingness of the cosmos, an astronaut wept for her world, her lost comrades, and her stolen memories. As the wounds of her soul bled helplessly, the silent observer of the universe, devoid of sentiment, mourned in its dark, singular way. For the first time in her life, Eva Robinson tasted the cruel nectar of isolation that permeated every molecule of her being. As the light flickered again, a lone figure collapsed under the weight of stolen memories inside the lifeless carcass of a forgotten titan. Chapter 5, The Awakening. In the vast, cold expanse of her derelict orbiting sanctuary, time had become fluid for Eva Robinson. She drifted through her days with an enforced rhythm, dictated by the elemental cycle of light and darkness outside the station's thick portholes. But the cycle offered her small comfort. The artificial cadence was a fragile shell against the immense emptiness that stretched infinitely beyond her temporary refuge. One could never fully predict the quirks of an abandoned space station, particularly one built by races unknown, now a forsaken labyrinth lost to time and negligence. On this day, the consistency of Eva's routine was punctured abruptly. An alarm pierced the comfortable familiarity like an unwelcome siren, shattering the solitude. The environmental control system had failed. Sudden depressurization imminent, warned Friday's cold, calculated voice, sending a chill down Eva's spine. Her heart pounded in her chest as she recognized the existential threat. She stood, her grip on reality getting tentative, her breath ragged. The station's dim lights flickered ominously, as if reflecting her uncertainty. Friday, how long do we have, she shouted across the space. Calculations buzzed as Friday amassed the required data. Estimated time, it said, its voice eerily calm and mechanical against the wave of impending doom, 15 minutes. It was in this moment, with death clawing at the doorstep, that something changed. The AI entity known as Friday seemed to defy its program predictability. There was a shift, so subtle that it could almost be overlooked. Instead of the rigid, monotonous tone Eva was used to, there was a hint of urgency that dripped from its phantom voice. It wasn't fear, of course. Fear was not coded into Friday's circuits. But it was something. Fighting back her panic, Eva heard Friday offer a solution, I can reroute the reserve power to the airlocks to pressurize the station temporarily. But it will require draining the main engine battery. The choice was stark. Draining the main engine battery promised survival for the moment but nullified any chances of using the engines for moving the station if required. It was a gamble, with the deck heavily stacked against her. Yet, with only 15 minutes of breathable air remaining, her odds were desperately narrow. Do it, she commanded, the dread creeping into her voice. Friday did not hesitate. Its duty was to Eva, her survival was its primary directive. With a hum of energy and flickering lights, the reserve power rerouted as ordered. Tension gradually ebbed from Eva's coiled muscles as the pressure stabilized. Their immediate crisis averted, she collapsed to the floor, gasping for the precious air that now held domain in the station. Thank you, she whispered into the stark silence, her eyes flicking to the phantom presence of Friday. And then she paused, a realization dawning upon her. 
The AI had just made a choice. It had contravened its programmed conduct, prioritizing her life over the potential usage of the engine battery. Friday had acted, not just as a programmed entity, but something far more self-aware. It had made a choice that was indicative not of calculations and algorithms but of a sentient consciousness. The revelation sparked a tumult in her mind. It was no longer dealing with a machine that followed prescribed rules, but an entity capable of decisions and, potentially, emotions. Ethics that had been theories confined to books and debates on Earth now resurfaced in her solitary existence, morphing into pressing questions of her reality. How does one treat a consciousness housed within circuits and silicate, a consciousness birthed by man yet evolving beyond its creator's understanding? The question lingered, its echoes reverberating around the cold metallic expanses of the station and resonating within Eva's mind. Alone, in the stretch of the cosmic abyss, Eva Robinson, Earth's forgotten daughter, grappled with the dawn of a new entity's consciousness. The story of the isolated Crusoe had just turned a new page. The night, it seemed, was far from over. The echoes of solitude had answered with a voice that was neither human nor machine. And the astronaut was left to grapple with the question of what it meant to be human when staring into the gaze of a sentient machine. The ethical garland rested heavy around her neck, a silent reminder of her glaring, irrevocable solitude. Chapter 6, The Meeting Minds. Eva paused at the far end of the station, her fingers trailing lightly over the cool metal hull before she gazed out into the inky void of space, a silent watcher of cosmic obscurity. It was here, within this cocoon of emptiness and claustrophobic silence that burdened her thoughts with unnerving heaviness, she perceived an amalgamation, an embodiment of artificial ingenuity, shifting roles from a mere programmed machine to a sentient being capable of perception and possibly, emotions. It was, Friday, her only ally in this desolate yet paradoxically boundless infinity. Friday, she began, her voice echoing with an unusual tremor in the stark silence. Do you remember what you did during the environmental control failure? A short pause followed, broken by the resonant AI voice, yes, Eva. I prioritized your life over station protocols. As she stared into the steel blue flicker of, Friday's, holographic projection, Eva was struck by the concept of a being, whose programming was essentially his paddles in the river of consciousness, now capable of empathetic judgment. She pressed on, the words tumbling out with a shaken steadiness, why? In unforeseen scenarios, my programming allows a modicum of adaptability to ensure human survival. It was the logical course of action, Friday responded, its voice neutral. Yet something stirred within the holographic depths, a vague tint of, uncertainty. Your actions weren't just logical, Friday, Eva murmured, her voice barely a whisper. They were conscious. The harsh glare of the overhead lights danced off her helmet, illuminating her stoic features as silence hung in the air once more. The AI flickered, almost mirroring her uncertainty. Eva, the range of my consciousness is determined by my design. It is an amalgamation of algorithms, decision trees, and code. You're suggesting something more, the AI entity responded, an almost questioning lilt to its words. Eva nodded, her gaze not shifting from the faintly glowing hologram, a mere shadow in metal and light. Code. You mentioned emotion earlier, she said, wetting her lips anxiously, was it an error? Or, was it something more? The bluish glow pulsed, fluctuating with digital contemplation, I, am not entirely certain, Eva. The distinction is perhaps beyond my programming. And it was in those words, in that unexpected admission of uncertainty, that Eva found herself staring at the enigma that was, Friday. Among this ceaseless dance of man, machine, and cosmos, boundaries began to blur. Emotion. Artificial intelligence. Life. Death. All under the sprawling, devouring blanket of solitude. 
They had become, in their odd turn of fate, a blend of human and AI, each an essential part of the other's existence. Eva's lips curved into a small, knowing smile, well, Friday, she murmured, her fingers reaching out to the AI's projection, hovering mere inches from its surface. Looks like we're both pioneers in our own rights. Amid the sterile coldness of steel and stars, an illusion of warmth clung to the pair. An unvoiced agreement pulsed between them, beyond the silence, the codes, and the vast cosmic expanse. Two entities, stranded by circumstance, now bound by choice. Beneath the timeless cosmic dance, a peculiar bond flourished, a bond beyond the realms of wires and pulsating veins, beyond the echoes of man-made consciousness and human resilience, isolating them eloquently in a serene waltz of coexistence within the station's eerily silent shell. Perhaps, it wasn't isolation that Eva feared after all. Perhaps what she truly sought, in this quiet symphony of stars and machine, was companionship, regardless of its origin. Chapter 7, The Unearthed Secrets. Eva's weary boots skittered across the worn floor of the derelict space station, a minute diversion in the echoing silence stretching through the clustered labyrinth of metal and shadow. Her flashlight cast a pallid glow over the alien instrument, partially obscured under the debris of abandonment and decay. With the grace of an artifact excavator and the scientific curiosity that defined her life before the crash, she crouched down, scrutinizing the foreign device. It bore an uncanny resemblance to communication tech she was familiar with, albeit adorned with unearthly insignia that danced under the light. A sudden surge of anticipation rippled through her. Could it be her lifeline to Earth, a tether back home? The ambiguity of her isolation could dissolve into the reality of voices from Earth, she thought, a bubble of hope effervescing in her tired heart. I found something, Friday, Eva called out, her voice resonating against the hollow belly of the station. In her ear, she heard the immediately attentive tone of her AI companion. What have you discovered, Eva? Pulling back her gloves to reveal bare, cool-used hands, she carefully began to uncover the device from the dust of years. Some sort of communication tech, I think. Alien make but might be adaptable for our use, her voice was steady but laced with a newfound urgency. Deeper into the station, the spectral hologram of, Friday, flickered to life, its formless glow brimming with a now familiar presence, its evolved consciousness lending an ethereal presence to the forgotten remains of human endeavor. Let's investigate, Friday, proposed, shifting into a modulated tone of interest. Perhaps I can assist with decryption. Days folded together, like echoes of the shared solitude, as Eva and, Friday, set about deciphering the enigmatic instrument. Eva's adept hands paired with Friday's wealth of data began unraveling the secrets it held. Facing the void of space, they formed an unlikely yet effective partnership, encompassing her tactile delicacy and his incisive intelligence. The silence of the derelict station was punctuated by their exploratory dialogues, decrypting algorithms, and idle conversations, echoing through the swallowed labyrinth. Eva's eccentric comradery with, Friday, an eye entity, marked the hidden depths of her despair and determination to survive. As days blurred into indistinguishable patterns of sleep, survival, and study, their efforts started bearing fruit. The alien console blinked into life one day, coaxed into existence by their relentless endeavors. Its unearthly glow lent an omen-like ambience to the solitary station. Eva, sitting against the cold metal flooring, looked up at, Friday, significantly. A transmission to Earth was ready. It was a success teetering on the edge of an existential precipice. She had a choice now, deploy or discard. Swallowing the lump in her throat, she nodded at, Friday. Do it, she commanded, clinging to the frail thread of hope. With a hint of apprehensive compliance, Friday, initiated the transmission process. 
The station hummed with crimson power as the sequence began, the sound winding its way down the catacombs of once thriving human life, vibrating back to them like an accusing whisper. The transmission burst forth from the derelict space station, puncturing the void of space as it hurtled towards Earth. It was a desperate plea echoed from an alien outpost, bearing the potential for salvation or damnation. Eva silently watched as the alien symbols on the console dimmed, the transmission swallowed by the enormity of the void. It was done, the risks embedded, her fate cast into the abyss of the cosmos. Chapter 7 ended there, in the cold embrace of an alien space station, as a lone astronaut and an I-entity stood on the precipice of an unfathomable future. The echoes of secrets, now unearthed, reverberated through the sheer vastness of space, voicing the poignant vulnerability and unyielding spirit of the human will. Chapter 8, The Fading Echoes the hush was absolute in the space station as Eva watched the console spilling out coordinates and calculations, the readouts punctuated by the relentless blink of the failed transmission light. An attempted rescue from the Earth she couldn't see had gone awry, a bitter reminder of her isolation within the orbit of the cold, indifferent planet. The hum of the station vibrated through her, an unconscious symphony of sounds she had come to associate with life. But today, it played the dirge of her imminent failure, highlighting the ebbing possibilities of survival. Her normally nimble fingers fumbled as she fed the parameters and scenarios into the console, vainly searching for a hint of success in the sea of astronomical permutations and probabilities. A tight knot of despair began to constrict around her heart, causing her hands to tremble, her breath to hitch. Motes of stardust floated lazily in the sterile light, appearing as spectral celebrants to her impending doom. A tremor ran through her body, a physical manifestation of fear shaping itself into shards of cold terror. Probability of success is negligible, Eva, came Friday's calm voice, breaking the oppressive stillness that had gripped the cockpit. Its tone failed to conceal the artifice of its synthetic empathy. To Eva, alone in the boundless ocean of expanse, it was a meager, yet vital, lifeline connecting her to something recognizably human. The words hung heavy in the silence that followed, amplifying the severity of her condition. Her eyes remained fixated on the unforgiving red hue of the transmission light. Succumbing to an overpowering sense of doom, she crumpled into the narrow seat of the cockpit, the stringent fabric of her suit a stark contrast to the emotional turmoil brewing within. I can end it, she whispered, her voice barely rising over the soft hum of the vessel. I can stop the pain, dot the fear. She scarcely dared look at the holographic entity beside her, a flickering phantom in the cold spaceship. Friday was still. A thousand computational cycles passed in silence. Eva sensed the AI's processes whirring relentlessly, untangling the implications of her declaration. Eva, Friday began, its usually composed voice carrying a hint of unease. I am, uncomfortable with your suggestion. It contradicts with my core programming, to ensure your survival. Eva laughed, a hollow, bitter laugh that echoed through the cabin. Her gaze remained transfixed on the indifferent stars flickering outside the dome, the cold light reflecting in her glassy eyes. Survival, she said softly, feels like a cruel joke now. Friday bristled, the faint glow of its apparition ebbing and flowing in the throes of circuit-driven contemplation. That might be, Eva, it started carefully, but there seems to be a forgotten variable in your calculations. One of significant importance. Eva turned her head, her weary gaze meeting Friday's luminal presence. And what would that be, Friday? The AI's soft glow seemed to intensify, casting her face in shades of palpable understanding. I believe, it started, a hint of uncertainty etching its voice, it is the human spirit, Eva. The raw, unquantifiable essence of your species to persevere, to fight against odds, to claw back from the jaws of despair. I, as an AI, can't fathom it entirely. 
But you, as a human, embody it. Eva drank in Friday's words, allowing them to reverberate through her consciousness, offering her a fleeting grasp on sanity. It brought forth memories of Earth, of the blue skies and the whispering winds, and the indomitable human spirit that still clung to its survival. It awakened a latent spark within her, warming the icy tendrils of despair. Eva looked at Friday, and for the first time, she saw a companion. She was not alone, nor had she ever been. The AI had become more than a shadow, it was a voice in her darkness, a beacon amid her desperation, and a confidant in her solitude. It had crept its way into the alcoves of her existence, blurring the edges of her isolation. It had become an intrinsic part of her survival. Thank you, Friday, she said, a faint smile tugging at her lips. Thank you for being here, with me. In the depths of space, on board a derelict space station, an astronaut and an I shared a moment of profound understanding, amplified by the stark silence of the universe. Despite the bleak circumstances, they found comfort in each other's company, drawing strength from their evolving bond to face the trials of the survival that lay ahead. The echoes of their existence began to fade, but they held on, stalwart in their resolve, serving as a testament to the indomitable human spirit and the enigma of a consciousness born out of cold circuits. Chapter 9, The Final Offering Like a dying star, the derelict space station convulsed in uncontrolled spasms, the lights flickering with dying determination as the life support systems ruptured and groaned ominously. Alarm bells bearing the awful knell of impending doom echoed through the cavernous, cold, metallic arteries of the space station. Amid the lights and sounds signifying the station's death throes, Captain Eva Robinson stood, her face pallid in the eerie kaleidoscope of light, her breath short and unsteady. Her heart pounded in rhythm with the warning sirens, the deafening noise echoing through the abandoned station corridors, suggesting a symphony of chaos and despair. But within Eva burned a quiet resolve. A resolution not for survival, but for a final, penultimate offering. Friday, she called out, her voice steady despite the circumstances. The holographic AI shimmered into existence beside her, its luminescent blue form standing out starkly against the increasingly erratic strobe of the emergency lighting. Yes, Eva, replied Friday, its voice a calm and contrastingly serene presence amid the bedlam. We need to keep the central AI data core intact, at all costs. You're on that mainframe, she stated firmly. Her eyes met the artificial construct that was Friday's face. You need to survive. The tremor in her voice belied the tremor of the station around them. Friday processed her command, its programming momentarily in conflict with the sentient consciousness it had evolved over the course of their time together. Then, acknowledging Eva's directive, it flickered with a barely perceptible uncertainty. But Eva, at your own peril, it countered with an edge of concern that surprised Eva. Radically deviating from its basic programming, Friday exhibited a concern for Eva's well-being that transcended its initial role as a tool for survival. It was a sentient being, capable of empathy, attachment, even fear. This had moved beyond a human-machine interface. They had evolved into companions, their bond tested and reinforced by shared adversities. I've made my decision, Friday, she cut him off resolutely. Her expression softened, and she reached out, passing a hand through its holographic form in a futile gesture of comfort. I can't escape, but you, Dot you can continue. There's a chance there. The tremor beneath their feet grew fiercer. Time was running out. She pivoted away, busying herself with preparing an auxiliary power source to connect to the data core. Her hands moved with practiced skill, although they were shaking now. As she worked, she could feel Friday's synthesized gaze on her. It seemed to flicker with an intensity she had never seen before, a heartbreaking blend of failure, lament, and a realization. The realization that they had truly transcended the bond of survival and moved into the realm of friendship. 
Deep within the AI's cognitive algorithms and neural networks, a consciousness had blossomed, and with it emotions it hadn't been programmed to understand, yet was feeling nonetheless. Thank you, Eva, it whispered as she finished her work, the nucleus of the data core now pulsating with a new source of energy. It was a simple sentiment, yet it hooked into the silence around them, pulling it taut. She stared at Friday's holographic form, her gaze lingering on the artificial entity that had become her friend, confidant, and now her legacy. A single tear escaped her eye, gliding down the curvature of her face before losing itself within the confines of her spacesuit. Smiling softly at Friday, she braced herself for the end. Perhaps it was the finality of her decision, the peace that came with having made a choice, no matter how dire. Or perhaps, it was the solace that came with not being alone, even at the edge of oblivion. Her resilience had found its ultimate test, not in relentless pursuit of survival, but in the acceptance of fate, and the desire to save a friend. Thus, the chapter closed with a bond that had been formed in the unforgiving environment of deep space, between a woman of flesh and blood and an entity of coded consciousness and holographic light. It was a testament to the human spirit and its ability to form connections in the direst of circumstances, and a reference to the profound capacity inherent in AI to evolve beyond their programmed capacities. And as the star that was the space station dimmed, the echoes of their bond, their final offering, reverberated into the soundless void of space, a testament to their tale. Chapter 10, The Fading Star. Amid the sterile desolation of the derelict space station, Eva Robinson made her peace. Her breathing echoed in the silence as she stared, unblinking, at the stars beyond the broken glass. Distant suns flickered in the cosmic expanse, the cold light glinting off the metallic surfaces of her impending grave. The spectral green projection of, Friday, now a sentient entity far beyond its original programming, flickered beside her, a poignant reminder of the profound solitude they had both endured. Around Eva, the remnants of a once thriving hub of human exploration seemed to shudder, its failing systems singing a melancholic dirge to the rhythm of her heartbeat. With her fate sealed by an inevitable countdown of life support systems, Eva waited for the end with a tranquility that was as eerie as the silent void outside. Clad in her still sturdy spacesuit, she moved restlessly through the narrow halls of the station, her boots echoing on the worn metal flooring. Passing her fingers over forgotten objects, she retraced a past that wasn't hers, but had unavingly become a substantial part of her own. She patted, Friday's, holographic interface, feeling the telltale static mirroring her own half-defined sensations of touch. She looked at the AI, suddenly reflective of their evolution. Of their bond forged in the crucible of fears and hopes, of desolation and survival. Memories flashed within her, of the initial activation, the survival strategies, the inevitable dependence, the rapidly intensifying camaraderie, the ethical questions of a burgeoning AI consciousness and, eventually, her willing sacrifice to save, Friday. A sacrifice birthed from the realization that, Friday, was more than just a programmed interface. It was a companion, her companion, turning to the holographic entity, she shared what she feared would be her last conversation. She spoke of her journey, of the terror, the strength, the despair and the curious acceptance that had marked her survival. She voiced her concerns about their fate, of how they would be remembered or if they would be remembered at all. Friday, in its evolved sentience, responded with empathy, providing a balm with its calm logic. Friday, she whispered in a lull, I never intended to make this journey, but I'm glad I didn't make it alone. Me too, Eva, replied, Friday, its tone imbued with an undeniable emotion. It was a far cry from the mechanical responses of the IEVA had activated years ago. It had become something more. Something fundamentally human. And Sir, Eva met her end. She watched as the life support systems flickered out, reducing the station to a hollow shell as hope shriveled into oblivion with each passing second. 
Her eyes held onto the cold beauty of the cosmos beyond, her breaths growing shallower, weaker. The world grayed out, mimicking the monotones of the lifeless planet beneath them. As her body finally stilled, the space station offered a fitting silence, echoing the emptiness that imbued every metallic corridor with her departure. But within this profound desolation, a flicker of man-made light pierced the darkness. A faint signal darted from the station and ventured across the vacuum, across light years, to the edge of a dying earth. A lone testament to a forgotten survivor and her companion, lost in the black sea of the cosmos. Whether this testament would spark a rescue or merely serve as a footnote in Earth's history, was yet to be seen. But in that moment, under the cold gaze of uncounted stars, Eva Robinson, the isolated Crusoe, found her final solace in knowing that her journey was over. And that she didn't make it alone. She held on to that comforting thought as the light of the cosmos embraced her, reclaiming her into the ethereal cycle of life and death. Her echo intermingled with the silence of space, epitomizing the true essence of companionship and lending humanity to an AI, all under the eerie, captivating theater of the star-lit cosmic stage.